In three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. When this podcast comes out, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a sad day. Yeah. Because it will come out Saturday being May the 1st is the closing day for the Mississippi 2021 turkey season. And isn't May 1st the ending for a good many southeast states? Uh, it used to be. Not as much anymore. Was Al- they- Does Alabama go out May 1st? I don't think so. I don't, I'm not sure. I know they've had changes the last two seasons. I'm yeah. not sure when they go out. Although it's still right. When you get to May or close to that, a lot of the southeast states are either at the end or nearing the end. On downhill slide, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's always, and I think we, we talked about this probably a little bit last time, um, which I will say I, I, this is the first time that we've had this happen this spring, um, so I'm not particularly happy about it, but it is what it is. Uh, we missed a week of podcasts, the reason being doing that, and we'll kind of get into the details of the Iowa trip later, but we were in Iowa longer than anticipated. Uh, we were driving back from Iowa. We were on the road on Monday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it just was hectic, hectic times. So there was like two springs ago. We missed like three. I say we. It's my. I missed like three weeks in a row. <laughs> So I can stomach letting go of one. I do not like to do it. I apologize, um, but we're back on back on schedule now. Um, so that being said, yeah, Monday after Mississippi turkey season has ended, and like I said, even uh, some folks are like, yeah, well, you know, you're still going to, you know, we got New Mexico and others, you know, coming up, and so you're not your turkey season's not done. It's just kind of weird when you do come home for a day or two. You're like. I can't go turkey hunting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and which it is, it's it's so it's funny to me. Um, not funny, I guess, but it's always so interesting. No matter how many times I see it, uh, like when we left to go to Iowa, we'd been turkey hunting around Mississippi a good bit prior to, yeah. and just the difference of how the whole feel of the mornings went when we came back the just a few mornings that we've hunted here Mm -hmm. it feels like it feels like summertime already (laughs) it is summertime you know what i mean it's like 90 degrees highs this week and it's humid oh gosh it's it's like man it doesn't feel because you get like that that first april there's like crisp mornings and it's not it's it's it can get warm up in the day but it just it feels like spring. This morning it was like seventy degrees at daylight. Yeah. And hundred percent humidity. Sticky feeling now. Yeah. yeah. Late season gobblers, man, they're like I feel like they can be feast or famine. Yeah, I mean we've all got on some really really hot ones over the years that last few days of season, but there's a whole bunch of not hard to hear in anything and if you do they gobble three or four times and that's it yeah they kind of go back to early season behavior yeah they gobble some on the roost and done you, i mean you're starting to see you know gobblers starting to group back up a little bit i know a buddy of mine he called me yesterday he's like man last few days i've been seeing three out here in my pasture or actually six of them it's three long beards and three jakes mm. he was like you want to go try to hunt them i was like yeah <laughs> But, you know, he said, I've been trying to hunt them for three or four weeks now, and they always been out there with them hens. I couldn't do nothing with them. Yeah. I was like, you might could do something with them now if you can get out yeah. there and get them interested. Yeah. Because, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you go try them? You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, we've all seen it, too. When that happens, like, they're 
least bit concerned with any kind of yelping. Yeah. So it's all just a matter of what temperature the turkey's on. Yeah. And like you said, I I have stumbled into turkeys later in the Mississippi season. I mean, like late, late, like the time frame that we're in, like April 28th, 29th, late April. And you'll occasionally bump into one that he's, you'd swear it was the first of April yeah. the way he was acting. I killed one la- uh, two years ago on May the 1st, and he gobbled his brains out. You yeah. Know, so. You just don't ever know. But, like, it, it is kind of it's 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 a bittersweet kind of thing because it's i mean in one way it's good that you got to see another one you know come and go but then you're like man i gotta wait a whole nother year to do this again yeah at least here yeah and we still i'm i'm not depressed about it that bad yet now come about june the 10th <laughs> yeah yeah um and, but with me just the way my mind works my wife makes fun of me all the time it's like she bases off what season's coming up versus what I'm watching on YouTube at the time. <laughs> like, I'll be in here, come about second week of June and here watching some trout fishing or something. And she's like, oh, gosh, here comes the fishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, it... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it. Before, like, that's all we've been YouTubing is turkey episodes and stuff, watching turkey hunting. It's se- all you, seasonal. It's all you can think about right I now. Th- you know, I think that's why, like, as hunters, especially, like, us that, you know, that deer hunt, turkey hunt, all of it. Do a little bit of everything. Like, I think that's why we enjoy it so much because it's always a a different. Something every, coming Every up. couple months, there's something coming, you know, something yeah. to look forward to. And, you know, come about July, you start transitioning into, okay, it's time to start thinking about food plots, time to start thinking about dove hunting. Mm-hmm. Really, it's time to start thinking about elk hunting. Ooh, dove know? hunting. You know. Yeah, you're right. So. You are right. Because I, I remember, like, who was it? I can't remember who it was, but they brought up, like, crappie fishing or something, which some I have obviously have nothing against crappie fishing, but I was like, don't talk to me about crappie fishing right now. Dude, I absolutely, turkey season. I absolutely love to crappie fish. Yeah, I do too. Not during but the spring. But I enough. have not been in like four years because it coincides with turkeys. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Don't ask me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I, I went is like in February when the weather's good. You know, yeah. other than that, they can wait till yeah. summer. Well, my deal is to, I can't remember, the the last time I believe I did it is when I was hunting with Brad and we were at a place, we turkey hunted that morning and we crappie fished some in the afternoon. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was right there. I mean, we were fishing out of a John boat on the place that we were on, so it wasn't like we had to miss any turkey opportunities to go do it. But yeah, you, know, you are right. You'll start seeing the a lot of everyone's YouTube feeds will start switching from turkeys to they'll start watching speckled trout fishing or crappie fishing or hand nice. grabbing all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, before we go, we're talking like turkey season's over, and we still got a little bit of it to talk about. We should. uh talk about iowa a little bit yeah and good time as always yeah i love going up there like it's it's got to do have something to do with the way the state runs their seasons and you know with the habitat it's a little bit of everything just like the reason some population is declining in places but like i feel like it's growing there like Mm -hmm. or if it's not growing it's very very steadily strong yeah like I have not like we've seen a decline from places we hunted four years ago to where we hunt at no now. No doubt, yeah, no doubt. And uh, man, that that part of the world up there is it's got a really really healthy population of turkeys, and 
you know, it feel like you step back in time in a way when you get up in the morning and go out there on one of those ridges you can hear for a mile or two and there's turkeys on every ridge you can hear, mm-hmm. you know. Now, where they go after they fly down, I have no idea. Who knows? But you hear them first thing in the morning. Yeah. And, and it this, is, this is the only place I've heard turkeys like that. Easterns. Yeah. You know, east like this. I don't know how many we heard that one morning that they gobbled really, really good, but you couldn't hear the ones far off or the ones closest to you making so much racket. Yeah. You know, I mean, we heard at least 10 to 15 turkeys in that one spot. It was constant. And it was because you'd have, it, it was like a ripple effect. This turkey would gobble and this turkey's gobbling at this turkey. Well, this turkey's gobbling at this turkey that's gobbling at that turkey. Yeah. So everything, next thing you know, you're hearing gobbles everywhere and consistently. I kind of got tickled a couple times because it's funny to hear because when, the, when it, the chain gets back to the other end mm-hmm. and it starts way off off you can actually hear it then coming to you yeah you know the, the gobbles yep that's pretty neat yeah it's something that you don't I, i'll say this you know i we talk to guys a lot there's a guys that there's some guys that they get a kick out of traveling there's some guys that really just love hunting in the southeast or hunting their home state you know yeah um but the midwest is worth worth experiencing yeah for sure and i don't i I mean i'm sure the other states around it are just as good you know we've had good luck in missouri and oh yeah that's why i just blanketed it with the midwest yeah and uh you know man i we were planning on hunting illinois this year and yeah just not knowing how the tagging drawing system worked we actually got drawn but like didn't know how to do it right so we got drawn for somewhere we couldn't even really go yeah and uh <laughs> next year we'll know but i was excited about doing that but didn't get to do it this year so. well i drew a good area yeah but i didn't <laughs> <laughs> kind of just messed up the whole deal yeah you did you you're oh for two on uh, in midwest turkey tags in like as far as like getting with the program oh, no, i don't know bad luck because jordan uh, didn't troy draw for illinois too or no i don't know okay well i drew for illinois where we were supposed to go jordan applied at a different time than i did i think and then you drew for where we didn't need to be so yeah, that got I didn't, botched i didn't realize how like you put in for counties in illinois i think yeah and like you got like six choices i think i should have just done one and if i didn't draw it i just wouldn't have got drawn you know mm-hmm. but i got drawn for a county like it was just some random choice on there no that couldn't have been it because i filled out every one i know like I, I, option a b c however many however many counties they would let me pick as possible well, as i filled them out. just got drawn for option a then i did i got drawn for like option z <laughs> <laughs> so there's that and then iowa is an application process as well and you can do you could what is it called a, a group a group you create a group and the, the, the upside to doing that is it do, it does not at all guarantee that you draw but say again say you troy and myself are planning to go to iowa which we were you all apply in a group for your um, zone and all that season zone everything and you either all get it or you all don't that way you don't have well one person got it but the other two didn't you know that sort of thing yeah well I was a dummy. We were like, uh, Jordan, we're going to apply for our Iowa tags. Jordan's like, I already applied. I'm like, huh? I was like, I always do it first thing. Yeah. Because I texted y'all like 10 days before you put in or whatever yeah. it was. And I was like, time to put in. And so then me and Troy create a group and apply. 
then the draw results come in me and troy drew and jordan did not <laughs> i was sad puppy until tommy <laughs> called me and said hey we got some leftover uh shotgun muzzleloader tags i was like huh yeah i what <laughs> I, I i had heard of folks doing that I honestly i don't even really think i knew that that was a special tag yeah, yeah but it is I mean, yeah, that's man, what you I ended to, up getting I had to, they had a few left over i think when i bought mine it was like 70 statewide left mm. and i was like oh we got a chance yeah and uh i got put in for the you know the season and the, the time we wanted to go and wherever gotcha. the, the zone and seasons how you apply in iowa yeah and uh got it yeah we got it which made things i mean honestly it made it fun because it was different yeah um jordan looked like that i mean that gun it look i mean it, i'm used to seeing you carry that 20 gauge around that, that, that when, doesn't stick up above my head exactly yeah a tiny little thing and then you got that thing it looked like a punt gun <laughs> from the market hunting days i tell you what i've gotten so used to carrying that little 20 inch barrel gun around where it does not hang up on anything when you, you're walking through the woods <laughs> like as long as my head will go under it my gun doesn't touch it yeah and that thing was like a foot above my head yeah. i was pulling the ramrod <laughs> out of it it was we would be walking through a thick stuff and you'd hear like you wouldn't <clears throat> we, we became the first time it happened i didn't know what happened i spun around and looked and i was like oh jordan's the ramrod fell out of jordan's gun and he's over there and he's picking the thing up and by the end of the trip if we heard that noise no one even spun around and looked anymore everyone was like well jordan lost the ramrod again because he'd be walking <laughs> and all of a sudden ding 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 <laughs> I kept forgetting about the thing sticking up above my head. I go to duck down under a limb, yeah, and uh, it'd grab a hold and pull out. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Gracious! Uh, the funniest part of that trip was, or of that particular hunt, was when you had to shoot it at a target to figure out the iron sights and everything. Mm. Or just kind of—I mean, you don't want to just be handed a gun you never shot before and go okay shoot a turkey and especially a muzzle loader yeah you needed to get a feel for it yeah so we filmed that obviously y'all will get to see it if you watch the show but uh jordan shooting that gun that thing i mean i i mean i didn't shoot it so i don't know how hard it kicked but it looked like it had a pretty healthy stomp to it i've got a mossberg three and a half inch 12 gauge in there and that thing kicked harder than it <laughs> and i know we've all seen the memes of the mossberg yeah it's like i shot my new gun or whatever yeah that muzzleloader kicks harder than that thing yeah it packs packs a wallop yeah i well i remember i think troy shot it in slow-mo when you shot it at the at the target mm-hmm. and it looks like i mean you did good as far as squeezing the trigger goes you didn't jerk or nothing so when when the shot goes off you're watching it in slow-mo your whole body doesn't move you know all of a sudden you can just see the gun start to shift and as it goes like you just see your shoulder and it looks like it goes way further back than it's supposed to it hurt. and then it, <laughs> you're like gracious my shoulder hurt for the rest of that afternoon golly big old smoke cloud comes from i tell you what that thing will flat out shoot a good pattern though no it was impressive yeah i mean I, we don't shoot many turkeys over 40 50 yards but like with that thing if you did happen to i wouldn't hesitate you know? yeah it's pretty strong i mean it's, i i had to really make sure what i was doing with that turkey because he was really close mm-hmm. and by shooting that gun i was like at 20 yards i know i ain't doing nothing but shooting a 
size uh, of a wad at him pretty much yeah like a golf ball yeah uh the thing was it, that made it funny is so um troy and i hunted first and we were fortunate enough to kill pretty quickly um and then when you started hunting we started having a little bit i mean you i don't know if struggles the right word it just that we just didn't for what we do video and it was tough yes that's correct very much could have crawled up a ditch and yelped up a turkey if you were yeah. just hunting yeah that is true and uh they the, the best i could figure paying attention to what was going on you know as far as the turkey behavior the first couple of days like they were pretty grouped up still when we first started hunting mm-hmm. like it was three or four within you know 100 yards of each other yeah same way when that was the same way it was when you hunted first day and uh the second day when troy hunted like they were all still pretty much just all grouped up mm-hmm. and then something happened that day the next day they were like all scattered you were still hearing the same turkeys but they weren't together anymore even on the limb they weren't roosted together they yeah, were scattered they, out a little bit they were all spread apart yeah. and i think that's this they were doing that transition that happens everywhere and we mm-hmm. see it here every year just so like a little funky phase they go through for four or five days so they get it all figured out yeah and then it seems like once they get it figured out, they start acting right. Really right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, that's what we kind of ran into the best I could figure. I mean, it may have had something to do with me just not being able to yelp real good. I don't know about that. <laughs> as much as I would like to say that was it, you know. Uh, but so when Jordan finally ended up with a turkey in front of him with this muzzleloader, it was on the last morning. Like, we were initially weren't even going to stay that morning. Yeah, and we saw the turkey – in one of the fields because everything's up there is visible pretty much yeah. we should so if you haven't heard us talk about iowa before and you're used to hunting in the southeast like mississippi alabama georgia um even some you know tennessee even in some parts anywhere that's mostly timbered you go to the midwest like that iowa uh where you have a lot of ag fields and you don't really have a lot of timber except for you know along your ditch lines and where you have creeks and drainages and stuff the turkeys are just a lot more visible um and yeah, so they, you're, they you're, spend a lot of time in the mag fields a lot and like something uh, i'm sorry to interrupt but yeah that's where we ended up spotting the turkey that you ended up killing yeah and there was actually we were hunting across the road that morning that we found out he was there and like we heard him gobbling over there but it was like you know pretty good ways off and tommy wasn't real sure if he was on his part he could access or not yeah and uh that morning after we got done hunting we were making a loop and uh, saw that turkey way off down there mm-hmm. in that little field and tommy's like well, well good he's on he's on stuff we can hunt you know yeah and but that turkey was in a spot where unless you got in there in the dark you were not getting in there without getting yeah. seen he was in a bowl pretty much yeah it's a little old island like a little drain picture this you got two or three hundred acre ag field mm-hmm and right in the center of it's a this drain that's where all the water off the egg goes and that's where he was he was living at yeah and, you know it's timbered there but it's high ridges all the way around that timber so like you can't get in there without being skyline yep like no way because we almost you remember when we saw him we thought about trying to get to him Making that first day big loop around the back side of and him we, i was looking at to- topo and i was like mm. that ain't gonna work yeah he'd have flew to the other county 
Yeah, I mean, he he would have guaranteed seen us. Especially because we we reiterated that when we ended up killing him that morning, we because where we pretty much where we killed him at was in right around where we saw him for the first time. Yeah. And from sitting right there, we were like, yeah, if we'd have tried to come from that way, because you could see through the trees the hill that we were going to try to walk down. Yeah. Like, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. He would have seen us. Springs have been a late bloomer up there this year, and it was not hardly any leaves on the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it was hard getting around. I think that's one thing we struggled with, too, you know, for unless it was just like the perfect setup, carrying four dudes and two cameras is tough. It is a lot. And wide open woods yeah i would agree with that um but yeah it was it was funny um because when that turkey flew down so early we had uh it was early enough to where i'd like i had to put a gain on the camera and then we had to like i think what you saw the turkey first yeah i was i had been glassing the trees because it's an island of trees maybe 10 acres of trees all together yeah i mean they're stretched out down a little drain but mm-hmm. i'm like if he's in here you should be able to see him with binoculars in the dark and i had been studying studying looking 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 i wasn't expecting him to be where he was because yeah, it was 20 mile an hour winds and you would think he'd be kind of in the bottom of the bowl because we've talked about that a lot you know when it's real windy a lot of times turkeys get in bottom that's typically what they do yeah and uh finally i was I, I looked up the end of the drain like it was like four or five trees till they, it was his ag field forever after that and uh i saw black something up there i was like hmm, that don't belong there put a binoculars turkey i was like big white head <laughs> oh that's yeah. him hey, I, I still don't know why he decided to roost right there i don't know maybe it's just because he can see you know yeah. And the tree he was in, you could because it was wind, the tree was shaking that he was in from oh, the yeah. wind. I was yeah. like, man, he couldn't have slept much. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, he must have been asleep when we walked in there. Yeah. The only thing I figured, because we walked within 70 of him. Yeah. Yeah. But it was dark. I mean, we got in Pitch there dark. early. Yeah. Because we knew, because again, I mean, just that situation, we knew it's like one of those deals, turkey's either going to be there or he's not. And if he is there, you got to get really close to him to get set up to do what we were trying to do um and it worked but it was it was funny because uh just the way the turkey did i was able to be filming like right over your shoulder when you shoot the turkey Mm -hmm. and i had the camera pulled back wide enough where i kind of have your head your shoulder the gun and the turkey all in the same frame and when you shoot there's like a half second second where you don't know if you got him or not <laughs> the whole screen just goes white you, i didn't know if i got him or not because i got knocked back yeah i mean you the whole screen is just you ready yeah poof, smoke <laughs> you're like whoa it's funny but then the smoke cleared literally no you know and there was the turkey and then we were all happy <laughs> we we're like yeah we did it <laughs> yeah we literally had like two hours of hunt that morning and we had to go and he got we got lucky and got it done in the first 30 minutes yeah. not even first 15 minutes of legal light probably yeah i think it had been legal for like 10 minutes after i shot him mm-hmm. it was i mean like enough where you know that real dim early light yeah i mean you can shoot 30 minutes for daylight and it was maybe or 30 minutes for sunrise so yeah it was that and that was a fun hunt uh so yeah that was pretty much iowa troy and i like i said we killed earlier ours just wasn't as like jordan's was just his borderline comical because of all the i mean there was that giant gun 
with the long barrel and the ramrod falling out and a few days and then it finally happening on that last day but you know me me and we all like i said three went out there with tags and we all three got to fill our tags so fun fun times always a fun time good trip it's always fun i mean that legitimately is one of my favorite places to go every year mm -hmm. just because the relationship we built with tommy a bunch of turkeys they usually act right i mean yeah you guess a win-win he, you know? he hadn't let us down yet mm -mm. not one time yeah and i thought last year was good you know we I mean, yeah, I heard the most turkeys i've ever heard gobbling in my entire life one morning yeah as far as easterns and uh this year i think he outdid it yeah you know? yeah this podcast is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. The Onyx Hunt app is something that we do not go to the spring turkey woods without, truly. It's something that we use every single day. You've already heard Jordan mention it um, from the Iowa trip. He was talking about checking the topo maps. We've uh, talked about before how important topography is. We use the topo maps on Onyx all the time, and that's just one of the features. There's property lines. If you hear a turkey gobbling, you don't know where he's at. Is he across the property line? Is he on you? You have the ability to drop and save waypoints if you want to mark where you saw a turkey, if you want to mark where you found turkey sign, if you want to mark a roost tree. If you're trying to send a buddy to a spot, you can you can drop a waypoint and share a waypoint to them. There's, there's so many features. I mean, there really is. Waypoints, topo lines. Uh, offline maps if you're hunting somewhere where you don't have service you can save the map it's called an offline map and you can use it even if you have cell phone service or not there's there's limitless amounts of things from the onyx hunt app so check it out today the onyx hunt app use the promo code primos 20 to save 20 percent your onyx hunt membership uh it was it was strong it was strong 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 so that ended that and then we hightailed it back home which again was on the monday which is why there was not a current podcast this week again apologize um and that now we're here and we've been hunting around home um haven't had we've hunted two mornings haven't found any success they've been acting like they've been acting like the late season turkeys that you don't want to run into the kinds that just either don't gobble at all or hardly gobble yeah give turn, you a few turn back in the ghost yeah give you a few here and there just to let you know hey we do exist we uh <laughs> we learned that the hard way this morning i wasn't even going to talk about that <laughs> well i guess we have to now uh so we go to a spot jordan and myself um stood there and owled for a little while and both of us were like i think we hear a turkey that way but we we weren't sure but it's the best thing we had yeah and you know backing up a little bit this morning uh-huh so kurt from alabama was supposed to go with us oh we can talk about this oh yeah we we're talk gonna about talk this. about it all right let's talk about this we're please gonna, let's talk about yeah. this so, i mean so kurt i got a little time for this yep he was supposed to go with us this morning because he's on a job here or wherever he had like an hour or so to go hunting this morning yeah. if he could sneak away and he was 15 minutes from where we were hunting yeah if y'all remember like three years ago when lakey boy two uh, years ago two two yep. elk seasons ago lake slept in for like when we were supposed to leave go elk hunting yeah i had rolled over something on my phone cord and, and my phone was dead my alarm didn't go off yeah yeah sure and uh <laughs> kurt was leaving to go elk hunting the same day and we were just gonna kind of caravan out that way together and kurt tries to call you like four or five times he calls me he's like where's lake at yeah and I was like, I don't know. We can't get him up here either. We've been sitting at the office for an hour. And uh, 
He was like, send me his address. I'm going to go get him up. It was a literal perfect storm for Kurt to do that because the route he was taking, like, to detour to go to my house was, like, five minutes. Yeah. So, let me, if we're going to go in all in on this, we're going to go all in on this. Like, when y'all, unless y'all, Kurt, if you've watched the show, like, Kurt's shown up in some of the Alabama turkey shows that we've done. Yeah. Kurt is, Kurt is a, he's a big man. Yeah, he wouldn't want to tangle with him. No, he's got those large, like, orangutan hands. I mean, he's like, he's a big dude. He's, I mean, he's worked on drill rigs pretty yeah. much his entire life. He's like, he's he, he he's either as tall as me or a little bit taller than me, somewhere around. I mean, but large, large individual. So, me getting woken up out of my morning stupor, the last thing I expected to see, and I didn't know it was Kurt. All I could see was a silhouette of a very large person standing in my doorway. And I thought, this is it. This is the end. With hands like hammers. Yeah. I was like, he's going to kill me. <laughs> His forearms look like those pythons that they that they rescue in the, or that they trap in the Everglades. Like, he's like, big dude, large individual. <laughs> and, there, and like I said, I can't say, all I see is, I hear a boom, 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 boom on the on the door. I roll over my bed and look, and all I see is his silhouette. And I was like, I'm dead. This is how I die. <laughs> and uh, then I, I hear, what in the world are you doing? I'm like, Kurt? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then, and then it all comes to me, what's going on? I'm like, Kurt's in my house. I'm supposed to be leaving to go elk hunting right now. Oh, gosh. And so, yeah, well, anyhow, so that happened. Um and you have been catching crap from it. I've caught all kinds. Every cent. Fifty Shades of Grief I've caught over that, which, again, deserving. And but. this morning, Kurt was supposed to go with us for a little while. We get to the parking spot. He's got a pen to it, knows where to meet us. Yeah, and we were going to go. Original plan was to hunt at the bluff. Yeah. We audibled so we could hunt with our buddy Kurt. Yeah, like we like hour drive for me, two-hour drive for you. Yep. I woke up at 2.30 a.m. this morning. Yeah. And we get there, and Kurt's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Texting, nothing. Finally called him. I guess it woke him up. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even show up, man. Oh, gosh. Didn't even show up. Oh, I'm going to love very much to send him this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we get out there and standing in a spot where we thought we should hear a turkey yeah don't hear nothing forever also yeah finally me and you hear a noise we're like was that a turkey and we're both like i think so yeah and it was like well there's literally nothing else to go off of so and off we, we go here we go going trudging down this road towards a hopeful sound and we're walking apart so we can listen and mm-hmm. i'm probably what 10 yards in front of you which hey again i'm glad you pro tip quick tip if you're hunting with a buddy you, there's no reason to walk shoulder to shoulder spread out you can hear better yeah because i don't know what it is like when you're walking in front or behind somebody you can hear them walking way louder than you can hear yourself yes i don't know why that is i know i mean you're making the same amount of noise but yeah but whatever and uh but you can hear better if you spread out correct and uh we're walking down the road and get what 200 yards from where we first thought we heard him yeah and he got one and, I, and it wasn't a questionable. It was like, ah, oh, there was a turkey. He's 150 yards. Yeah. So we found this little spot, sit down. Mm-hmm. He went, he didn't, he gobbled once while we were sitting down. He gobbled one time when we were sitting down. Uh, we got everything ready and uh, everything good to go. You know, I was like, are you good? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Uh, I got my 
slate call out and like club because at this point i was at this point in the morning it's getting even though it is overcast like it's getting to the point where like i should I, if i'm gonna let him know i'm here i need to do so yeah um and so i think i like clucked really soft and yelp soft and whether he answered me that time or not i don't know if he did it was delayed because it was like i called and then you know so i was like i, I don't know if that was responding to me or not um and he never i, I wouldn't ever use the term that he got fired up if anything he got a little more interested yeah that's what i would say uh as the morning went on and he was he was still on the tree um and then because he got to where you yelped with you yelped at him and he answered you um and then i did a fly down cackle on my slate and he answered that and then i was pretty much done calling or planned to be um and so we sat there and didn't hear anything out of him didn't hear anything out of him and uh i thought okay he's flown down you know i thought he had and honestly at this point looking back at it i don't know if he had or not maybe he had maybe he hadn't he might have i don't know um but i just was sitting there with my mouth call i started clucking really soft and started yelping really soft and i catch something out of the corner of my eye and i hear something and i look up and in the tops of the trees i see a bird flying and i'm like that's too big to be a crow and it ain't a buzzard and then it lights in a tr- at the top of a pine tree on the edge of the road and i'm like is that a turkey and jordan's like yeah i think it is i'm like hmm yeah i get the camera on it and it's a hen yeah a hen flew and she sat there for what five minutes yeah and uh we watched her and she was just kind of she was i guess she was just investigating you know where that noise was coming from didn't know we were there yeah um and eventually she pitched down and but when she pitched down she pitched down going the opposite direction and we heard him no more so how long did we sit there 45 minutes for at least 45 i told i told brad this morning i said 45 to an hour somewhere in there yeah and uh you had called some more i had called some more we had debated sitting there we debated getting up and finally one time i got up and i yelped on a slate fairly loud nothing and me and you were both like yeah, okay you know, let's we're either gonna you know we're either gonna bump him or kill him one two but we gotta press in and try to get in that try, bubble. To, try to do something yeah because like he ain't he, it ain't happening so we get up gather our stuff and i mean at this point like here's i'm here's our problem is because i was about to say it without even realizing it we let our guards pretty much down yeah we're like oh just he's up here and look thought he was gone mistake numero uno and a mistake that me and you both have said we ain't gonna do anymore yeah second you let your guard down this this is what happens mental error mental error um so we're walking and the it, it the road curves to the right not a hard curve pretty gentle curve but enough to where you know you, you can't see a way around it till you get up there further um and i didn't even see him at first like we were walking i heard you go oh no 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 and he was what like 40 yards maybe strutting yeah <laughs> and he saw us of course yeah of course he saw us a little light bump yeah i mean he didn't blow out of town but he definitely knew something was up yeah fortunately like i mean i mean like you said i mean we sat there and watched him and he he just kind of come out of strut and just eased off the road yeah so still 
Not Which, ideal. I mean, if you were just hunting and you wanted a turkey, you oh, could have killed him. Oh, yeah. I'd right. be lying if I said I didn't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you definitely had time to get your gun up and shoot him, but, I mean, just doing what we're doing video, that's not that great. No. And by the time I would have got my camera up, he'd been gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, not the best feeling in the world by any stretch. Yeah. I, I you know, and like I told you, I had gone – uh all season without doing that i have my misses this season but i haven't done that so i was like well made it almost to the end <laughs> <laughs> getting better we usually do that first week when the woods are open yeah yeah she we did it well i guess we were in the middle of the road but man i mean you think you just don't ever know and you don't ever let your guard down lesson learned again yeah because we we'd literally i was like he must have moved on and we'll try to get back on him or something and we were wrong he been i mean my theory on it which is a hundred different theories and uh i think he was just right there you know from the time he flew down within you know 20 30 yards probably mm -hmm. just strutting with that hen that went that way yeah probably was and he may have eased up the road and met up with us or he may have gone the other way yeah and he may have been coming to us i don't know we'll never know at this point yeah but so yeah that's uh that was the Iowa action. That was the late season action. Um, trying to think if we've left anything out. Um, when this comes up, you'll be in New Mexico. Yep, New Mexico. Me I'm, and I'm sitting on the bench. You got it. You have more important things to do. Yeah, uh, Brinley, my little daughter. She's finna turn. She actually turns two Saturday on May the first. So Yee. we got birthday party next week. Yeah, you can't be and missing that. That takes priority over turkeys. Yes, it does. So, um, me and Troy and Wilbur and Brad will be in New Mexico. And, uh, yeah. I it's going to be killing me to be at the house next week. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm, you know, better you than me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally going to be killing me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt it. It would kill me. If yeah. if, if y'all four went to New Mexico and I was sitting here, yeah, I'd but i got i got i'm gonna have me a we having us a birthday party so i'm that'll be fun yeah yeah that'd be worth it we'll send you pictures keep you updated yeah thanks <laughs> all right guys well that's gonna do it for this week's episode thank y'all for listening as always um we've still got some turkey episodes left in us but um it won't be long before we turn the corner and it gets summertime and we start getting summertime's when we kind of have to flex our creative muscle on this podcast side we'll start bringing in some guests and through different kinds of topics um so again as always whether it's turkey stuff related for those remaining episodes or stuff that you're thinking about in the summer if you have any ideas or questions you want want covered please don't hesitate to send those in also check out the onyx hunt app use the promo code primos 20 to save 20 percent off uh the primos youtube channel uh just uploaded a new hunt there and that's going to be updated constantly i think that's everything cool yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening to the Speak the Language podcast. We'll see you all next week.